Welcome to Remodel Your Life. We are shining the light on women thriving in the trades and remodeling their life into something better. Join a female carpenter as she interviews women around the country about the incredible variety of careers and financial opportunities for women in construction and the skilled trades. And now, your host, Camille Finan. Good morning, everybody. Thanks so much for joining me. I have a fantastic guest today, Erica Vieira, who's going to teach us about YouTube. I know so many of my friends and girlfriends that uh, have a real skill, but don't know how to transfer that on screen. And she's going to kind of help us with that today. So thanks so much for being on the show. Thanks so much for having me, Camille. It's such an honor to be here. Yeah. So you, I know your background is not obviously in woodworking necessarily, (laughs) but you have become quite the star on YouTube and teaching YouTube specifically. Can you kind of give us a little background of how you kind of became the queen of teaching YouTube to women specifically on, you know, really thriving in that? Yeah. No, thank you for that. So I really got into this industry completely unexpectedly. It definitely wasn't something I was planning on doing. Uh, I have a background in sales and marketing. I've um, I've been in commercial real estate. I've, I actually had my own clothing line. We manufactured, my sister and I manufactured uh, clothing for about four, four or five years. And I also have a background in acting. I studied the Meisner acting technique. I live in Los Angeles. So I study acting um, for years. And then there was a point in time where I wanted to start a podcast and I wanted to to just chat with, with interesting women. And I was at the same time very interested in watching YouTube videos. I At the time, I didn't have a YouTube channel, but I was watching YouTube. I loved watching beauty videos, fashion videos. I mean, I was just, I discovered this world of, of YouTube and this was about maybe five or six years ago. And I was like, Oh my God, this is a, this is really cool. And then I started to ask questions about the people that were on YouTube. I'm like, who are these people? Like, how did they get to do this? They're actually making a living doing this. I was really fascinated by the fact that these women uh, were basically a girl next door, just your average, you know, girl, woman hanging out and decided to uh, turn on a camera and upload videos to YouTube. And now she is having a successful career. She is, you know, you could say YouTube famous and doesn't have to leave her house. Like this is really, really interesting. This is a phenomenon. And I think people would be interested in learning about these women and hearing their stories because at the time nobody was really talking to YouTubers and interviewing them and all that. So I said, you know what? I want to start a podcast and I'm going to focus on women, women on YouTube. And so um, it's the YouTube Power Hour podcast. And since launching the podcast a few years ago, I've interviewed over 200 very successful YouTube influencers, you can say. People that have 
you know, hundreds of thousands to millions of subscribers on YouTube. So in that process, I started to learn and understand the platform of YouTube. You know, I've interviewed so many women. And then what happened is I became friends with a lot of the people that I interviewed. And then they actually would look to me and ask me for advice. And so I would be giving them advice on their channels and they would see results and then they would tell their friends and then they would reach out to me. And then ultimately my listeners would reach out to me and say, Hey, can you help me? So I was helping a bunch of people just very casually. It wasn't even a business, but people were really seeing results. And I realized, you know what? I have an understanding and a formula of YouTube success that if I create some kind of a, a course or program, I cannot just help the one-on-one people that I'm helping, but I can help hundreds and thousands of women directly with this formula. My my deep and thorough understanding of what it actually takes to be successful on YouTube. And that's when I launched my bootcamp. And I have helped you know, hundreds, well over 300 women um, with their YouTube channels. And then I also work one-on-one um, from a consulting basis uh, with YouTubers, full-time YouTubers, and um, help manage their channels as well. So that's kind of mm. how I got into the space of helping women on YouTube. And what's really, what's really amazing about it is that I've had the opportunity to work with women of all skill levels when it comes to videos. So, so people that are don't even know how to turn on a camera to people that have been on YouTube for 10 plus years, right? And then also people from so many different niches and backgrounds, women from, you know, health or fitness or beauty, fashion, lifestyle, motherhood, um, you, you name it. From that, I've been able to create this system that I find most women that want to successfully see a career on YouTube. So, wow, that's quite, that's quite a history. I love the, um, I love the kind of acting part of that. How big of a, Mm -hmm. of a premise does that help with because you have an acting background? Does that, I mean, do you have to be a good actress to be good on camera or like, how does that translate? Yeah. So, I mean, for me, I, I studied acting, I did commercials, I did musical theater growing up, but I think really um, that study of the miser technique really helped me actually understand what it takes to be good on camera and actually teach that to people. It was something like what I say, I never expected doing what I'm doing now because essentially it's taking my skills and understanding of you know, that world of acting, um, plus my sales and marketing background, because YouTube very much is a sales and marketing platform, but it's a combination. You also have to be good on camera, but that's all of that is infused in my system. And you don't have to at all. You don't have to have any type of acting skills whatsoever, but my knowledge has actually helped me create a system that basically incorporates that without people even realizing or knowing it. So, um, there's definitely, a level of wanting to be magnetic on camera, charismatic on camera. And that is actually part of what I teach. Hmm. But you don't have to have any type of acting background at all. So you teach them to be magnetic on camera. And yes. And does magnetic mm-hmm. mean like super energetic necessarily? Or because I know one of the things that sort of drew me to you is that you really help people be authentic, even if mm-hmm. they're more of a quiet personality. Or, you know what I mean? They're not jumping out of their chair. I've seen some of the stuff that you do where you really get kind of the best out of somebody, right? So that you want to keep watching Mm -hmm. them in whatever way that is. Exactly. And being magnetic and 
charismatic is not being somebody that you're not. It's mm-hmm. not being on a phony smile or being super energetic. Unless that's authentically you, then yeah, that works really well. But if that's not, then you do not want to be somebody you're not. Because that's the beauty of YouTube is that there are millions and millions of people watching YouTube and you can connect with people that resonate with you, with your authentic personality. And there are people that are incredibly successful on YouTube that have a you know calmness to them or they're more reserved. But what's the uniting factor on all of that success is that they're completely authentic and they're also completely confident in what they're doing. So if they're on camera and they're talking about something, you don't want to watch somebody that's unsure about themselves or somebody that just doesn't seem confident. People don't want to watch that. So there's a level of confidence that is that is needed and that um, is important to see that success on YouTube because tapping into that confidence really helps to create that that magnetism on camera. Hmm. That's good. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So what would be like step one, if you've, if you have a skill, like let's say you're a glass blower or you're a woodworker Mm -hmm. or carver or something, how, what is kind of your step one that you would recommend to them outside of joining your boot camp? but like Mm -hmm. what's sort of the step one to get started in YouTube? Yeah. What's really incredible about the ladies here that are part of your community, Camille, is the fact that they already have a skill set, right? And so many people want to get onto YouTube and they have no idea like what to talk about. They're like, I don't know my niche. So I always say the first thing is to figure out what you're going to talk about. What is your niche? And what I think is, you know, the women here in this community, they already have an advantage is that they already have a niche. <laughs> they already mm-hmm. have a skill set, something that they can actually share on YouTube. So that's an advantage that, that you guys all already have, which is really amazing. So um, that's that's always the first step. And then after that, it, it's really just coming up with, I would say, and people want to make it more complicated. They're like, oh, you know, do I need to understand SEO and the search engine? You know, fundamentally, it's, you don't need to have a deep understanding of that. What you really need to do is just show up, show up on camera and be the best version of yourself and then um, film something. Then you want to make a commitment to yourself to say, okay, I'm going to give this YouTube thing a shot. I'm going to consistently upload one or two videos a week for however long, three months. Because if you don't have that level of consistency, you just won't be able to refine the skills needed to see success and also you just won't see results like people will upload and then upload another month later and then two months later they're like i don't know the youtube thing i'm like well you're not going to see any results by doing that you know you need Mm -hmm. to be consistent so you want to make that level of commitment that's really 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 important so who are the type of people that are going to be your true friends are they people that want to learn that skill or are they people that are just interested in seeing it done What's really interesting is I interviewed for my podcast, our Sweet Am's Cookies, and her entire YouTube channel is her decorating cookies. She's Mm. got, you know, almost a million subscribers. And she basically puts a camera and she shows her decorating cookies. Every single video is basically her decorating a different cookie. (laughs) So (laughs) it's like her audience, it's a, I would say her audience started, I'm trying to remember back, but I think her audience started specifically on people that were interested in 
learning how to decorate cookies. But it's obviously become more broad than that. And people that just find her videos very relaxing, you know, Mm -hmm. they love her videos and they find them relaxing and fascinating. So you really need to understand who you are, who your audience is going to be, because that's going to help you figure out what videos to do. Because success on YouTube comes with, like I said, being your true authentic self, bringing that to camera, and then connecting with a very specific audience on YouTube, connecting with who your true fan is on YouTube, and cultivating that community with your content. Because what I always say is a, a YouTuber is not just a content creator a youtuber is a community builder because the most successful youtubers they have a loyal diehard community and you don't need to have millions of subscribers for that you can have a very successful youtube channel with you know thousands of subscribers 10,000 50,000 subscribers especially if you're very very niche um and all those people that subscribe and watch your videos love everything that you're doing so that is a really really uh that is that that's one thing to think about. It's like, who's your audience? Who are you creating content for? And then the second thing, I mean, the next thing after that is once you have that understanding is, you know, what videos are you going to create? What videos are, are you going to create for these people? So, um, you know, you have to think about like when, if you're going to be creating content for people that say are interested in learning the skill, write down a list of all the questions that people ask you about it. You know, what are the questions that people ask you? Like, oh, how do you do this? Or do this? Or how do you get started? Blah, blah, blah. Just jam it out. Write out a whole bunch of questions. Any one of those questions is a video, hmm. right? Um, that could be a video. And then you want to make your videos, you know, around, I'd say, eight minutes long, eight to 10 minutes long. Don't go crazy making 30, 40 minute long videos. Start off making them shorter like that. Um or if, if your audience is more people you think that you want to showcase your work to, then maybe it's different types of whatever it is you're doing or different aspects of the process. Or maybe you want to show people behind the scenes of what it takes to make that whatever it is you're making, hmm. right? You yeah. want to say, well, I want to actually, I, it's more for my customer base or more for the people that are interested in buying or appreciate this type of work. And I want to show it behind the scenes and give them almost insight into Oh, you know how they should be purchasing like what they should look for mm-hmm. so there's so many different angles that you can take and you what you really want to do to help be, help refine the content you're creating is just know who are you speaking to so those are the first things that you want to figure out hmm. well that's very interesting actually all that stuff mm-hmm. i could see really applying to all of these you know the, the different kinds of listeners that listen to here they you're right they all have a skill and mm-hmm. most of it could be is looks great visually, right? Yeah, and exactly. all that stuff for you just getting. I I I was even just thinking like, you know, getting more clients and uh, yes. showing the value of the work and being able to increase your price, right? Whether like I did kitchen remodeling, uh, they didn't have YouTube and Instagram or Facebook when mm-hmm. I was doing it, but if they had, I um, that would have been a really incredible thing to do is show kitchens being built from start to finish, show all the picking out the granite, picking out the colors of the cabinets, yes. spraying them, yes. like how much effort goes into build a custom kitchen cabinet. Uh, that's why those cabinets cost $30,000, right? <laughs> like if you really showed how much goes into it, I think um, you would maybe be able to charge more or just get clients easier. Like even just more that, clients. I think. And and that's the thing. That's the other thing you want to think about. Why are you wanting to get on a YouTube in the first place? Are mm-hmm. you wanting to get on a YouTube? Why? Because you want to have a, a why, you know, what your, what your why is just because, you know, what's your goal? Is your goal to get more clients? 
Does it get more exposure? Um, and that's the thing too. I always say you can use YouTube as a, almost as like a calling card in a way, a business card. And as, as you're, you know, coming across potential clients, you're like, Hey, why don't you check out my YouTube? You get a little bit of sense of my work and who I am. Mm. Right. It doesn't always have to be about getting millions of views on every video or hundreds of thousands or, you know, that's always an amazing benefit of YouTube is that it is a search engine and you could be exposed to way more people, but also in your day-to-day life, it's, it's just a great, uh, portfolio of your work to have and to be able to just put videos up there. Um, I have somebody that's in my program who has a rug business and they create rugs mm-hmm. and, you know, she basically gives a behind the scenes of how she creates her rugs and the jute rugs and all this kind of stuff. And it really is a helpful thing for, you know, her clients and her customers. And so, um, there's so many different things that you can do and, and really thinking like, what is your goal? And then like you said too, and another thing that you mentioned that made me think too, is a thing with who I mentioned earlier, sweet ams is like, she doesn't even get on camera. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, she's just her doing her work. And that's the thing too, for, for those of you that maybe are thinking, well, I want to showcase my work, but I don't want to be on camera. You could be creative and not, you don't have to be on camera at all. You can just um, do voiceovers and, do you know have somebody maybe just show your hands and what you're doing because what's incredible about all of you ladies that are listening is that you have this skill so it just depends on what you feel comfortable with and some of you listening might be like no I want to be a personality you know I, I'm the face of the brand and great you know that's another that's another way for your potential customers to get to know you even better but if you say that I don't want to do that then you don't have to you don't have to be in front of the camera when when you have this type of skill set Hmm. Wow. Yeah, it really shows the variety. Um, That's another reason I brought you on because I like that Mm -hmm. you like the different kinds of YouTube. There are, you know, there's other people that teach YouTube, but they only teach like a very specific thing where, you know, you have to be this huge, big, huge influencer, big personality, Mm -hmm. gorgeous, dolled up all the time. And that's only one type, right? And you can be successful in lots of different ways. And you can be successful with much smaller numbers than I even originally thought. Um, You know, I always thought you had to have like a million subscribers or, you know, whatever. But I've seen people with 10,000 subscribers make quite a bit of money. So that's, I mean, you would think that's relatively small, right? So it's kind of interesting, the variety of ways that you can make YouTube work for you. And the more niche, I think the more money you can make with a smaller audience. Hmm. So, yeah, for sure. Because it's like you're so focused and those people are very interested in what you're doing specifically. Um, so, yeah. And and it's like what you said earlier. It's like it could definitely, you know, help you get new clients, help you get new sales, help you, you know, get into new retail outlets, whatever it is. That exposure is 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 really fantastic about, about YouTube. Hmm. So um, let's change gears just a tiny bit. And I would love mm-hmm. to know like five tips, you've given us lots of them already, but I mean, what Mm -hmm. are sort of five tips that you, when you're sort of, you know, judging something from a, in a positive way, trying to really help Mm -hmm. somebody and you're looking at their account, you're looking at their channel, what are five tips that you sort of look for to help them improve kind of right away? Yeah. So the first is what I kind of talked about at the beginning is that channels that are kind of all over the place. Cause when a channel is all over the place and you don't know really who they are and what they're talking about and when, when that's the case, then you don't, they, they're not able to find an audience because people don't know, is this for me or not? So it's really getting really specific with what your channel's about, which is you know, your niche. So that, that's a huge thing. And I see that all the time. People are on YouTube kind of doing God, you know, a whole bunch of different random things. It's like, 
who is you? Who, who, you know, what is your channel about? Mm-hmm. And then the second thing is, um, and, and this is actually part of my audience attraction system. And the second thing is, who is it for? <laughs> because if you, if you aren't clear on who your channel's for, then how is the audience supposed to know it's for them? Hmm. Right? So you, you want to be really clear on who your channel is for. So, um, and you can, and by being clear, that's how you, you end up understanding what those people need and what the type of content they would want to see from you. So that's a really, really important tip. And that's part of my audience attraction system that I, I teach in my, that's the first part of my zero to influence system. So it's like part one, part two, part three, and part one is the foundation of your channel, the audience attraction system, understanding why you're doing it, what your goals are, refining it with your niche, understanding who your audience is, and then having a mission behind your channel. So a mission statement is basically combining all those together. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, what is your mission for this channel? You know, my goal is to help people understand the art of woodworking so that they can make better informed decisions when they're purchasing something. Or my goal is to help other aspiring woodworkers um, be able to, uh, you know, help them learn the skill. And, and, and because, you know, ultimately you want to teach on it or you want to create a course about it or whatever it is. So that's kind of, you know, what, what your mission is. So th- that's that's the foundational way of getting started. So many people think that getting started is about understanding how to edit, understanding how to f- work a camera. And we have such advanced technology at our fingertips. I mean, you can get started with your cell phone, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, especially the newer iPhones, you can get started with that. Just turn it on, you know, get in front of a window. That's important too, is lighting, get in front of a window and turn it on and start, start talking. Um, it, it probably, if, if you are going to try and figure out how to film yourself while you're doing something that takes a little bit more. Okay. Planning, maybe you got to get a tripod, maybe you need somebody to help you film, but you know, that, that can all, that's all the, that's all the easy stuff in a way. It's like, and, and people like to zone in on that, but having all the technology skills in the world, but not having or not refining who you're creating content for understanding who your audience is, is going to get you nowhere on YouTube. It's so, so important to build that foundation. Um, so that's, th- those are some, some tips on getting started. And then I would say the other tip is the clickable effect. So, so that's part of my zero to influence system, the clickable effect, which really is, um, your, the, how you title the video and that thumbnail, which is that photo, that photo that people click on, that title and thumbnail, that is fifty percent of the success of your videos. Hmm. Because if no, if people do not click, you're not going to get views. So people underestimate the importance of your t- how you title the video and how and your thumbnail. I would say actually though, it's easier for you because you're gonna. It's gonna be. It's very visual. You know what you're doing. So you probably just take a beautiful photo of the finished product or do a before and after and then make it just the title is probably pretty easy in this, that sense uh, because it's so specific what you're doing. So mm-hmm. I would say you have a leg up on, on that. Is mm-hmm. the, is the title sort of like a call to action? Is that, or is it just a clear, clear description of what it is so that it calls to the person who would be interested in that? Yeah, like, is it sort of question. that? So the title serves two purposes. Uh, one purpose is, having the right keywords so youtube understands and knows what the video is about the youtube ai the the algorithm if you want to call it knows and understands what the video is about so it can appropriately push it out to people that are searching for that specific thing and then it also serves to get people interested in clicking 
So you could call it a call to action, but it's just, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 you know, how to, um, I don't even know, like how to create a, give me an example of, of, of okay. Like how to make, um, how to, yeah. Like, like if you're making like a curved window, something that has like a radius in it. So that's typically quite difficult to do versus just straight Mm. angles. So would it be, you know, is, is a, what you consider a good title, like how to make a curved window frame? Is that good enough? Yeah, or is it like well, or simply, a curved you, window frame in 10 minutes? <laughs> or like Exactly. What that, exactly. So if you want to spice it up a little bit, you could do how to make a curved window frame. And that, 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 that's, a, that's a good title. It's, a, it's kind of a basic title. But if you want to really make it appealing for a viewer to want to click on is how to easily make a curved window in 10 minutes. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Said. Or the easy way to or my, mm-hmm. my secret, my secret to. Mm-hmm. Blah blah. So yeah. adding those compelling words to a basic title will just make it more clickable. Hmm. And yeah, and that's what that's. I mean, we spent an entire. I have a whole week's lesson on just the titles themselves because it's the titles are so they're an, an important part of of YouTube. Yeah, awesome. Well, mm-hmm. I. I've learned a ton. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, thank you so much. And I mean, we'll definitely have you come back on. And maybe um, I know that you're you have this boot camp. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. And like, how would we even join that? Definitely. So um, thank you so much, Camille, for having me on and asking some really amazing, insightful questions. And I really hope uh, those of you listening took something away from this. If, if, if YouTube is something that you've been thinking and you've been, it's been in the back of your mind for a few years or a mo- few months or whatever it is, it's like you want to, you want to go for it and take action because you'll be so glad three months, six from six months from now that you made that decision. If this is something that you want to do, or now I'm picking your interest and you're like, you know what? I think I could do that. So, uh, I offer a few different resources. I have my podcast, uh, the YouTube power hour podcast. So just search in your favorite podcast player, YouTube power hour. I'm on YouTube as well with the podcast. So you could definitely check out the podcast and listen to some of the interviews. Um, I also have a free masterclass. So a lot of things that I talked about today, my audience attraction system, the clickable effect, I go into a little bit more detail. There's a whole workbook associated with it. So it's a whole a completely free class. And you can check that out at ericavira.net forward slash masterclass. And yes, Camille, I do have a bootcamp. So if you're somebody who said, you know what, I just want someone to tell me what to do, how to do it. I'm ready. I'm ready to commit. Um, give me a formula, kind of you know, do that legwork for me, and I will just follow the step-by-steps and get myself onto YouTube. Or if you already have a channel, maybe you already have one, and you're like, it's just not going anywhere. Definitely consider my boot camp. It's a YouTube boot camp for women. Got incredible women in there. Um, are just getting started if you don't even have a channel yet to people who've been on YouTube for 10 years. Because my systems work, and they work for any type of level of, of YouTube you know, knowledge that you have. So if you want to, if you're interested in that, that's ericaviera.net forward slash bootcamp. Hmm, nice. Well, that sounds great. Well, I wish I wanted to be on camera at all. <laughs> Plus I'm really busy, yeah. but I would definitely consider joining it. And I've got, a, you know, a lot of my lady friends that listen and I'm really hoping some of them take advantage of this. And um, I'd love to watch my friends on their YouTube channel. So um, thank you, Erica, so much. And um, just for sharing your insight and and just your sort of your special sauce of how to do this. I really appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you, Camille, so much for having me. It's been such a pleasure.
for listening to Remodel Your Life. I sure have enjoyed being with you today. And if you really like our show, we'd love it if you would subscribe through iTunes. You can always send us feedback through email at Camille at RemodelYourLifePodcast.com. And I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Remodel Your Life Podcast. This episode has ended, but your remodeling journey can continue. Head over to RemodelYourLifePodcast.com to access all the resources, tools, and links mentioned in this episode. Until next time, get your hands dirty and create the life you want from the foundation up. And thanks again to Blue Apron. I just love cooking with them and so appreciate their support of my show. Hey.